Hey, fans of Movie Theater Time Machine and the Travelers themselves. So nice to hear from you today. Ah, let me go ahead and just bump you up a little bit. Oopsie. There we go. Okay. All right, that's coming a little bit better. All right, so happy Mother's Day, everybody. Uh, we just wanted to go ahead and give you a slight abbreviated version of a show. And we'll be recording, um, hopefully... You're recording the Maltese Falcon tomorrow. Um, it's Mother's Day. Kaz's birthday was yesterday. And, you know, we want to do a show for you. But, you know, everybody else's schedule. We want to get Bob into this. Uh, but he's been, you know, out for a few weeks, of course. He's busy with his own family, too. Um, it really is a good idea just to bring everybody into it. And hopefully we can do that tomorrow night. If not, you know, you will have Kaz and myself as well, but, you know, hopefully we can get Bob into it and it'd be a really good time. Um, I wanted to go ahead and just give you a uh, few moments on um, why we like Peter Lure so much. And honestly, uh, he's such an underrated actor, and, you know, it, he has... One of those stereotypical stories to me, but, you know, he just is so interesting. This is a guy whose nickname is Europe's One-Man Chamber of Horrors. And I just found that so damn funny. You know, this is a guy who he, um, he ran away from home and he worked as a bank clerk. And then he was in this, you know, little traveling improv theater when he was 17. And he did these little things in this company in lower Germany. And then he gets a part in society in Zurich, you know, part of the play. Uh, he played in Vienna for two years before going to Berlin. Um, then he adopts the, um, he adopts the stage last name of Lore. Um... What I'm looking at, oh, um, his birth name was Laszlo uh, Lowenstein. Huh. Interesting. But he just is one of the weirdest people that you probably don't know, yet you do know. <laughs> like, you know about him. Um, this guy has played all, all over. He was in, he played a small but prominent role in a movie called Casablanca, which we did in episode 12. Uh, he played so many bizarre things. He's the dude with the big eyes, um, kind of balding to a degree. He had a couple of trademarks here, um, you know, the breathy voice, distinctive manner of speaking, you know, he had roles in horror, very eccentric characters, usually up to no good, big, loud, big popping eyes. Pretty interesting, you know. Then here he talk like this. Usually in character, he talks something like this. But it's pretty interesting. And I think that he's so bizarre. He's so bizarre that we just have to um, to be able to have, a, you know, conversations about him. I mean, hell... This is the guy who also played the first Bond villain ever when he played Le, um, Le Chiffre uh, in the original Casino Royale in 1954. 
and it's just really, really, really wild. He uh, was a favorite characterization for famed Warner Brothers cartoonist. He tangled several times with Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Remember that one? I can't that freaking duck so much. That was really cool. That was really cool. I just absolutely think he needs to be celebrated. We don't know what's happening. Um, Let's see here. There's also something... um, Spike Jones recorded ahead of a wacky cover version of a song, Mile of Flame, voice of the actors Paul Fries doing a Peter Lore version, uh, impression up for vocal. When Law appeared on Jones' radio show, he had learned the way Paul Fries, t- a way of being Peter Lore as Peter himself was not quite the madman Paul had made him out to be. Also intimidate, uh, also imitated by Mel Blanc and a handful of Warner Bros. cartoons, uh, vocal inspiration for, uh, oh, Flat Top of the Dick Tracy show. I remember that villain. It was really, it's really good here. So, um, there's a lot that we could dive into, but I honestly think you've really got to, uh, go ahead and just look into Peter Lore movies because he is one of the uh, the best actors that's so memorable, yet he's not. And that sounds so weird to say, but he's really not. And, um, you know, he's been paired with uh, Humphrey Bogart over a couple of movies. You know, when we do Casablanca, I'm sorry, we did Casablanca, you'll, well, you'll notice it, but... He also was in the Maltese Falcon, and we'll call back. Uh, one of the movies I really hope we do is M and The Man Who Knew Too Much. And I mean, it's just speaking for me. Uh, Peter Lure was just slightly under 60 years old. He died March 23rd, uh, 1964. And wow, almost 54 years ago. Wow, very strange, uh, considering we're in our early 30s. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Sorry. Uh, very sorry to hear this, but the internet is slow. I <laughs> uh, did a lot of stuff after World War One. Um, he was also in this movie called Muscle Beach Party. Uh, we've got to do something on that. That's really, really weird. That's so, so strange. Um, oh, ooh, Kaz might like this. He was in a Buster Keaton story. It's neat. Hmm. Again, you know, looks like some smaller roles. Never really took the big lead. But I think we need to, um, we need to explore that a lot. And we'll see. This is going to be quite interesting. So... Um, I think we'll wrap this one up here, but we just wanted to give a slight insight as to why we're doing this for this month. Um, we'll see you both, we'll see you all tomorrow. Um, so you'll get a couple of insights for us, for your ears, for Movie Theater Time Machine, and yeah. Alright gang, so see you tomorrow for Maltese Falcon, we hope, and again, Happy Mother's Day.